0: Murphy's bedtime stories, Murphy's... Chapter 23.
1: And what's the chapter called? Chapter
0: 23. Chapter
1: 23. Uh, What just happened? Oh, there was a... That's right. Do you remember, Miriam? There was a big uh, shipwreck. What? The ship sank. And uh, Flora dragged the captain to safety, and, and they all got on lifeboats. Uh, let's see. The first thing Flora did when she scrambled off the boat, the little, little lifeboat, and onto the solid ground was to look for her friend. Remember Sophia? She never found her. A few dogs made it to safety. Oscar was one of them. "'Have you seen Sophia?' she asked him through the chattering teeth. Oscar was dripping wet and trembling so hard it looked as if he might shake himself off his feet. He lowered his head but did not answer. His chain still attached to a broken piece of wood hung from his neck. Another dog was more helpful. Flora found out that only he and four other dogs had been released from their chains in time to jump into the first lifeboat.' Oscar had been rescued later from the freezing waters. None of the others had survived. Flora felt like weeping. Cats were not great swimmers. In her bones, she knew that her small friend had never had a chance once the water rushed in. Still, she looked around desperately. Do you think the cat made it, Anna?
0: What?
1: Do you think the cat made it, Sophia?
0: I don't know.
1: Large emergency bo- do you think like do you think the you will
0: you will feel me talking?
1: Yep. Do you think that the cat um, is still alive? Do you think the cat was able to swim to safety? Yeah.
0: Let's find out.
1: Large emergency boxes from both lifeboats were dragged ashore. Tools, dry blankets, and cans of food came out. And when the boxes were empty, the men used axes to chop them up and build a fire. The blankets were laid down around the fire, and a mangy mix of teeth-chattering men and dogs huddled as close to it it as
0: they could.
1: Not tonight. Some of the men dashed back out in a lifeboat to see if they could find One. any more supply boxes or bits of wood in the water. When they had warmed up a bit, others began building walls of snow for shelter. There was still very little said.
0: I'm gonna... Dad, yeah. look, I can't, um, put a, I I can't put up page through on other old ones, watch. Whoa. Flora gave up her search.
1: Flora gave up her search. Bad luck. And nosed under a corner of a blanket. Wow. Wait,
0: luck.
1: She never.
0: Wow. That's
1: not it. Flora, so you can turn the pages? That's
0: not it. (laughs) That's not it.
1: Flora gave up her search and nosed under a corner of a blanket. She now realized how cold she had become. She was aching harder than she thought possible, but the cold in her bones was nothing so compared to the ice in her heart. Sophia could be sharp tongued and selfish, but without a friend to keep Flora's hope alive all those weeks in the belly of the ship, she didn't know if she would have survived. And now Sophia Can I was see gone. A
0: cat in that
1: That's a picture of uh, a dog and a fire. A dog and a kid sitting around a fire. Now Sophia was gone. You can't pull the book. I don't I have to be able to see it. Rolled up in several blankets, oh. the captain lay on the snow beside the fire. Eyes closed. He did not move. Across the fire from Flora, Alaric and Oscar sat shaking Is together. Flora? I that Flora? No, Flora's a pig. And that's a boy.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's
1: Alaric, I think. So Alaric and Oscar were shaking together. The boy had taken Oscar's chain off and was wrapped in a blanket. Flora was startled to see Alaric's heart beating inside his blanket. She watched, amazed, as his chest rippled and pumped. Then it popped out. This was no heart. It was an orange cat with pointy ears, and it looked around with wide eyes. When it saw Flora, it pushed itself free and bounded over to her. Sophia! Flora squealed. Sophia purred and rubbed against Flora. By some miracle, they had both survived. Now that she had a friend and a teammate beside her, Flora thought she could face whatever challenges lay... What is? Flora.
0: Hey,
1: so Sophia the cat did make it. When when Flora blinked her eyes awake the next morning, the low sun... Buttered the bumpy snow, a light yellow. Boxes that weren't there the night before had <laughs> been stacked nearby. That's a dog.
0: No, that one a cat and a
1: book. Oh oh yeah. Uh, the cat is inside of Alyric's blanket. What? Yeah. It he's is keeping right? it warm.
0: That
1: what? Uh Sophia made it. I know. And it's in
0: it. that blanket. Inside
1: of what? Alyric's blanket. For a moment, all of the fear and sadness um, from the day before overwhelmed Flora. She felt her heart twist.
0: No, a dog doesn't take the t- cat uh,
1: Yeah, the dog's a nice dog. She felt her heart twist for the brave dogs that didn't make it. Still, here she was, alive with Sophia at her side. In the night, someone had covered her with a second blanket the dogs on the other hand had moved away from the blankets they lay in a in a rough circle in the snow with their noses pointed to the center flora imagined they were probably remembering and mourning their lost companions as the day continued flora watched the men finish the walls of snow of the snow cabin and place one of the lifeboats on top as a roof they did not sing as they worked they did not shout or curse or laugh or t- clump. Each footstep of their heavy boots landed as softly as a cat's paw. They carried the captain inside the shelter. Flora had not heard him say a word, but color had returned to his cheeks. Flora poked her head under the blanket. Let's go look. At, take a look at this place.
0: William, she is said, that your binder?
1: She said to the fluff of is orange. That you, Sophia didn't stir. Flora brought her head back out.
0: I got I got oh.
1: Flora brought her head back out and blinked in the sun. The training in the hold had been hard, but Flora was stronger and more confident now. She was ready to learn new lessons and she could I not ignore her I curiosity don't about the Antarctic. Yet. Sophia's words Ow. Oh, Sophia's words. <laughs> sounded muffled. There's nothing to see. True. The land was white in every direction. Not a plant, not a tree. Not any spot of green or brown was visible outside the little camp. So guys, remember they were going to try to cross the Antarctic, which is just all ice and snow. So there's nothing around. Very cold place. Um, except for a jumble of ice blocks that got stuck out of the snow here and there. The train was also flat. Ada, have you ever been stuck outside in the cold? How do you think you would feel if you were?
0: Oh, uh, cold.
1: <laughs> yes, I would be too. They're going to. I'm going to see it anyway. Flora eased out from under her the warm blanket, careful not to step on Sophia. The wind bit into Flora's ribs as she looked first the one Who's way and then another. Who's that?
0: Who's what? Who's that? Flora. Sophia? Yeah.
1: Sophia's her friend, the cat.
0: Oh.
1: In the distance, a low ridge of mountains rode out of the white.
0: That's a cute name. Yeah. For a cat. Hmm.
1: In the in the other direction, the white took on a light shade of blue where the ice met the sea and bobbed on the waves. She shivered as she remembered floating in the lifeboat out there. Flora decided to explore... So there's really nothing to see. Flora decided to explore a wide circle around the camp. The edge of the camp felt even colder than the center, and by the time Flora had traveled only halfway, her teeth were cold. The stiff air froze the insides of her nostrils. There were no smells. This was a land that kept secrets. Sophia made complaining noise. Hey, guys, you remember what the name of the book is? She's finally there self pull Sophia made uh, complaining noises as Flora nosed back under the blanket bringing in the sharp polar breeze for a moment when darkness came Flora noticed how hungry she was and realized she hadn't seen anyone eating in the camp oh do you think they have food I don't know she snuggled up yeah well their ship sunk and probably a lot of the food was in the ship she snuggled up closer to Sophia for warmth and promised herself that she would not be the first to grumble over something they must all be feeling. The next morning, the man brought out a large square of material and spread it out next to the snow cabin. "'Is that some kind of special blanket?' "For asked Oscar. Oscar took his nose out from under the ta- his tail and looked up. "'Canvas,' he said. "'They use it for covering loads or making a shelter.' The edges of the canvas were marked in the snow with shovels, and then it was folded up again. Throughout the day, the men took turns digging out a rectangle a little smaller than the size of the canvas. All the snow they took out was piled around the perimeter. That means the the outside. They chopped and shoveled, piled and padded until the lowered floor was flat, and the snow walls were even. Even for an opening with snow stairs going down. Finally, they unfolded the canvas... Draped it over the walls, pulled it tight, and packed snow on the roof's edges so the canvas would stay put. When the shelter was finished, they moved their tools and supplies inside. So basically, they dug a square hole and covered it up with a big piece of fabric. Flora was curious about everything and took quick breaks from her blanket to poke her nose Why, in. Dad? What? Why did they do that? Probably for warmth. Have you ever been inside of an igloo? No, um, it's actually. A pretty good shelter. Flora was curious about everything and took quick breaks from her blank uh, uh, to poke her nose into the new shelter as often as she could without getting stepped on or noticed by Big Amos. He, uh, he stayed under the canvas, growling orders to the men about where to stack the supplies that had been salvaged.
0: Daddy, yeah. Did that again uh...
1: He... (laughs) Ew, Miriam. He stayed under the canvas, growling orders to the men. So Big Amos must be in charge of the supplies. None of this activity was of any interest to the dogs. They mostly slept or stretched and then slept some more. But all that changed when the bags filled with frozen fish were carried in. The dogs sat up and sniffed the air. A couple tried to sneak through the doorway, but were chased out. It wasn't long before Amos emerged with his arms full of cans. The men built up a fire again, opened the cans, and put them carefully to the flames. When enough time had passed, they used sticks to lift the hot cans off the fire, and sat around eating with their knives. From the smells, Flora could tell they, were, they had warmed tomatoes, beans, and chicken soup for their first Antarctic meal. She was disappointed that none of it was shared with the animals. He watched every bite disappear. Even Sophia poked her head out to look. But the feelings changed to joy when Amos brought over a bag of fish. He opened the bag and began chopping the frozen fish into pieces. The dog set up a frenzy of barking and whining, but any that came too close got a curse at a kick. and They soon learned that Those who sat quietly were fed first. Flora ate her fish alongside Sophia. It was icy and crunchy and gone in three bites, but it was delicious. And not even cooked. While the animals were eating, the men took a bundle of blankets into the canvas-roofed shelter, then disappeared inside the snow cabin next door. Flora followed the dogs into the shelter and watched them claim sleeping spots. The men had laid blankets around the perimeter of the shelter. Each dog stood a moment at the spot he had picked and looked around to see if he had a challenger. Then nose down, each circled three or four times, pawing at the blanket to fluff it up, before sinking into a tight ball and bringing tail over muzzle. When all six dogs were settled inside, Flora trotted back to where Sophia was trying to keep warm near the dying fire. Come see what's happening. We need to choose a sleeping spot. It won't matter because it's impossible to get warm anywhere in this place, Sophia complained. But she got up. Against the snow, she looked more orange than ever. She hurried across the white ground to the doorway like a cat-shaped sunset. At the entrance, Sophia stopped and let Flora go in first. Flora hoped the dogs had heard about the job she and Sophia had done on the rats and would accept them as friends. She walked cautiously down the few steps. As nervous as Flora felt around the dogs, she could only imagine what Sophia was feeling. But the cat bravely made her way to a blanket in the furthest corner. Then she noticed nosed underneath a corner and disappeared. Flora carefully sat on the blanket Sophia had chosen for them and looked around. Oscar, that's the lead dog, was on the nearest blanket, but except for raising his eyebrows, he did not move. None of the other dogs seemed to notice the newcomers. Nose down, Flora began to circle her blanket as she had seen the dogs do. Lie down before you step on me, Sophia hissed. Flora settled down. No one barked. No one made an unfriendly comment. She'd been accepted in the sledding team home, which already smelled like dog, but was surprisingly warm. So in these snow shelters, that's the end of the chapter. In the snow shelters, the the um, like the like warmth of your body keeps it warm. So you go in like an igloo or something, and your body heat keeps it warm. And so if you all gather together, it stays extra warm. All right, any thoughts?
0: That, that was a great talk.